Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. And welcome to an emergency episode of Rain Delay Theater. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. Yeah, this emergency episode is called to order. I don't know if you have time to get a gavel-banging sound effect in there, Jeremy, but um, that's basically what this is. Uh, as you may have heard, Craig Council was just named the Cubs manager. Uh, it was the biggest free agent signing of the offseason so far, and we're here to give you some initial reactions and speculation as to... Uh, as to this, as this shocking development, um, Jeremy, uh, I found out about this yesterday when I was at work. My buddy said, oh, my God, did you just see that? They hired Craig Council. I thought there were, the Cubs hired him. I thought there was a negative chance of that. And then I, I looked at my phone, like I pulled it out of my pocket to read about it, and I saw I had a text from you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny, uh, Jack. I um, found out from our buddy Chris Sure. Um, he texted me. Let me see if I. Did. He said, "See you, Rossi." Ah. And then um, I, I think I checked. Um, I was at work, so I fucking pulled up Twitter on like my work computer, which wasn't signed in. So like I had to like sign mm-hmm. in, and I was like, "Fuck this!" So I, I think I grabbed my phone, or I think I went to MLB Trade Rumors, and the the latest thing I saw was that. Um, well, you know, earlier in the day, I had seen that the Mets hired that guy from the uh, Yankees, so I thought that was kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I saw that um, uh, there was that report that said, there was like a report out for I don't even know how long it was out for, but it was like Council was going to sign with a team that already had a manager. Um, and then I finally pulled up Twitter on my phone and I I saw actually before that I was just like Council. And he's like, yep. And then, like, I pulled up, like, Twitter and then uh, saw it, and it was uh, crazy. I, I'm glad that I was at work, but I'm glad I I just, I was, I by luck, I had, like, nothing to do sure. uh, during, like, that kind of chunk of time. So I was, like, texting and listening to the score and just all kinds of stuff. So it was, it was kind of bedlam. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, the, the news broke right around lunchtime, which was probably a, a blessing for me because I was able to take, uh, you know, a half hour to get my bearings and look at uh, all of the different um, things there were to see on the Internet. Um, uh, I, guess, I guess my initial, like, couple of reactions uh, to it, first of all, um, like you said, Jeremy, uh, to me over text, and I had kind of come to realize this over the past few days as well, it did not seem like Craig Council was going to come back to manage the Brewers next year. Maybe he was going to manage somewhere else, uh, like New York or Cleveland, uh, or maybe he was just not going to manage at all and take a little bit of time off. But I had kind of conceded the fact that he was not going to manage the Brewers next year. Um, he was obviously looking for a huge pay raise. And here's the thing. Brandon Woodruff is going to be out all year next year. Corbin Burns may never pitch for the Brewers again. If they're smart, they'll trade him in the offseason and get, get some value for him. But he at least will probably not be with them after the deadline next year. They have a lot of holes in their lineup. They're in for a retooling um, the next few years. They have some young guys. It's the, this, this window of contention seems like it's, it's, it's closing with these three starters that they had. Um, they don't need to pay Craig Council $8 million to lose 85 games next year. They can, they can pay Andy Green $800,000 to do that if they want to. So they don't, need to, 
they don't need to pay a guy th- that much to to for a retooling. Um, and that being said, I had con- like I, I I and most Brewer fans I think had conceded that he was probably going to go to New York. Uh, the rumor is that New York offered him seven million dollars, and I think if he would have taken that offer from New York uh, to work under David Stearns, another thing I think every Brewers fan would have understood. Uh, uh, Brewer Nation would have just said, okay, well, well good for you. Thank you um, for the years that you worked here. Uh, and now you wanted to go get paid. Um, and that's fine. But I think the general reaction for me and everybody is anybody but the Cubs. Like, <laughs> come on. Anybody but the Cubs. How could you do, how could you do that? Um, uh, and uh, one thing that's been reported is that he wanted to raise the bar for manager salaries. That manager salaries had been stagnant um, for a long time, which may have been may have been true. Um, but what managers out there are are really happy that Craig Council made this like huge coup for 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 managers everywhere? Like, what manager is really glad about that? Is Bruce Bochy happy about the fact that Craig Council is making eight million dollars a year? I think Bochy is. They said that uh, <laughs> they they offered Council like five point five million, which would have made him yeah. the highest paid manager. Um, which, which is crazy to me because I would have figured Bruce Bochy was making at least six, but apparently he's not. So is he happy about that? The guy's got four rings and, <laughs> and slapdick council is now like out earning him by almost, uh, you know, by, by, by probably 3 million bucks. Is Tori Lovello happy about this? If I was Tori Lovello, I would be going to Mike Hazen in the Diamondbacks front office and saying, Hey, I just own this guy in the playoffs and now he's making like $4 million more than me. Is Pedro Grafol happy about this? Maybe, maybe, maybe Pedro Grafol is dumb enough to be the one manager who's happy about this. But you know, you know, what I was thinking what would have been funny, Jeremy, is if the White Sox would have fired Grafol, and then they would have asked Jerry Reinsdorf, like, "Hey, who are you? Who are you looking at hiring?" And he, and he would have said, huh, "Well, we we won't be in any council race. I'll tell you that." Um, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, so so those are uh, yeah, council is painting it as his, as this magnanimous gesture uh, for managers everywhere. But but really, uh, what I would respect, I, I could still respect Craig Council if he if during his initial press conference he said two things. Number one, I did this for the money. Number one, just because they made me an offer, I can't refuse. I couldn't refuse, and and I just I took it. I did it for the money, but I also did it because I've always secretly wanted to manage the Cubs. If he just said that, like, hey, like I I, I really wanted to manage the Cubs just this whole time, and I've always kind of liked the Cubs. If he just went out and admitted that. Like that would be that would be fine, but um, you know I don't I don't know if he has the guts to do it. Well, so, I uh, think he's yeah. there. There was something to that effect. Like yeah. I, I think there were I don't know it was like another reporter or a friend quoting him or something. I think maybe and he said like that it was a dream job or something. Like, yeah, and here's the thing: he grew up in Wisconsin. His dad worked for the Brewers, but yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard him say that the Brewers were his favorite team growing up. He, <laughs> right. He probably watched the Cubs more on WGN than he watched the Brewers. Um, yeah, he seems like a yeah. National League guy, so he would have. Yeah. That would have been the Cubs at that point. So I, I yeah. think I think I don't think he's that young, but um, yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, I know. It's like you'd think that. I think everyone thinks that it's the Brewers, but. Yeah, I mean, it could have easily been the Cubs, I suppose, but um, I can't remember now who where that where that quote came from because it wasn't. It, there, like, there was an SI maybe Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where the thing about the dream job or whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, um, I, I know there's some like some some sort of quote about like his um like a, a friend of his said something too. I think that might have been like he was probably gonna stay in the Midwest or something. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It's um. It's crazy for sure, yeah. But um, I mean, I don't know. Just like I'm trying to think of things. I, you said something else in there that I was going to reply to. I forgot. Oh, the the whole thing about the managers. I mean, listen. I, I clearly it's not for the managers who like have contracts already. Yeah. I, like that's only going to piss them off for sure because yeah, they all think that they should be making that much. I'm sure. Um, but uh, you know, I'm trying to think of who's going to be like like Yadi or Molina or something. Like, is it <laughs> is it for him? Like he that fucking guy made enough money in his career, so he doesn't need to you know to make nine million dollars a year as a manager no. of the Cardinals. But um, yeah, I don't know who I don't know whoever's next down the pike. It certainly isn't like you know Demarlo Hale, uh, who <laughs> fucking got screwed over again by the by the Cleveland Guardians. I'm I'm like what what is what's wrong with Terry Francona's coaching staff that or Sandy Alomar? Like they couldn't hire any of those guys. They they yeah. went out and hired Stephen Vote. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, and I would say Stephen Vote. <laughs> I mean, not that he's gonna make that much as counsel, but like the guys who <laughs> signed those contracts just right, like you know, just before counsel did, that doesn't help them out at all. They're the, they're the last in line to get the pay raise um, across the board, so that's kind of funny. But um, yeah, and like we said yesterday during text, it's like maybe uh, the Brewers would have hired Stephen Vote if they. I, I if they was knew. thinking that he was going to be the next manager of the Brewers. Yeah, yeah. Was 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 it the Brewers that he was on the coaching staff of this year? No, it was the Mariners. The he Mariners. was their bull, he was their bullpen coach. Right, right, right. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's weird, but there is one thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, in addition, to all this is that, you know, Craig Council was not necessarily the most like friendliest guy to the Cubs and the Cubs organization. I think during his time with the Brewers, and obviously as a Cubs fan. Um, I don't know if Cubs fans necessarily embraced Craig Council that much just because he was the enemy. <clears throat> so it's going to be kind of like a weird transition a little bit, I think, for Cubs fans to kind of like open up to Craig Council because, I, I, quite frankly, over the last couple of years since the Brewers have been contending and they've been the main rival of the Cubs, I, I've kind of like, I guess I've had respect for Council overall, but like part of me kind of didn't like him a little bit because he... He could seem a little smug a little bit, like with the Brewers, and he threw shade at the Cubs organization a couple times. So it'll be kind of weird. I guess it's just like natural because he's coming over from like, you know, one of our biggest rivals in the division. So um, that will be weird. But of course, you know, I think I'm hoping that it's as soon as he makes like a good move for the Cubs or in, in game or whatever, and they win a game because of it. Um, you know, all will be kind of, it'll all be like water under the bridge a little bit, but it'll be interesting, um, to see the transition. You know, the funny thing is, um, well, we'll talk about graphing implications, but I don't think this moves the needle at all for, for chances of getting the Cubs manager. Uh, no. so that's one thing. If, if anyone's, you know, upset about the, the change, just know that it's not going to be that much of a change because we're still not going to get the Cubs manager signature. Next no, year. Th- this is no. true. Um, yeah. You know, Jeremy, that, that brings me to the sort of the question of who is the biggest loser in all of this. And it's definitely, it's not the Brewers. I don't think they'll, you know, they'll be fine. Like I said, they don't need to pay a manager that much. The biggest loser in all this is David Ross. Yeah. Um, 
like what uh uh the, the the Cubs turned him into the biggest bitch in baseball basically right now. It, that that was embarrassing. Like they they embarrassed David Ross. Um, yeah, I don't have necessarily a problem with that. Uh, I, I, you know, as someone who followed the Cubs pretty closely this year, just because I went to so many of their games, um, he that that collapse in September was was inexcusable. It, it shouldn't have happened. He, yeah. he did a lot of well, dumb things, especially and, when you yeah. see that the, the Diamondbacks went to the World Series. It's like that's the whole thing that I couldn't help but thinking about the whole playoff run is like, you know, you get dilute like any home team fan can get delusional about their home team. So it's like, you know, any I'm sure there's thousands of Cubs fans saying like, oh, if we could have made it into the playoffs, you know, like I, the the last day of the season, they, they could have been saying like, if we would have just got in, you know, we would have made a run. You know, I said like back like months ago, like if the Cubs made the playoffs, what's the big deal? Like they're not they're 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 outclassed by, you know, a lot of these other teams. But then you see the Diamondbacks go on that run and they beat the Dodgers and they beat the Brewers and like. Uh, I think the the yeah they beat the Dodgers yeah so like mm-hmm. if if that was the Cubs you know I, I I did feel like I I really wanted to see Cubs Brewers in that first round because I thought it would have been interesting I wouldn't yep. go out and make a you know two hundred dollar bet on the Cubs in that series but I think it would have been interesting and then the Dodgers um, you know who knows I don't think the Dodgers were who the Dodgers have been this year so like. It could have been if the Cubs could have got in. Who knows what could have happened? And yep. I wonder if that, how much that, like, kind of burned, uh, like in in Hoyer in in October, watching all that happen. You know, maybe that's uh, the day after the season when or whatever when they announced like that Ross was gonna they're gonna retain him, or they didn't even really say they're gonna retain him, but when they were when he clearly wasn't fired, maybe it's like okay, well we're fine. But then like, you know, you see the Diamondbacks go on that run, and they're like. Well, fuck, that could have been us, and we could have, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you know. Well, um, I I was reading in The Athletic today, so uh, they said that Hoyer, when Council became a free agent on November 1st, him and Hoyer met secretly in Chicago, um, and, like, Mm -hmm. just them. Jed Hoyer didn't tell anybody that, like, they were meeting. Maybe just a couple of, like, his most trusted confidants in the front office. So this happened, like, completely under the table, yeah. And um, I, I, I can only imagine that it will be a long time before David Ross wants to come back to Chicago or speak yeah. to Jed Hoyer. They said that Hoyer flew down to Tallahassee to, like, talk to David Ross and that it was an at-times tense conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. you, you think? Um, but I'll, I'll say this, Jeremy. Um, I may have felt bad, like a little bit bad, for David Ross if— he hadn't stiffed me for autographs <laughs> so many times this year. Man, I must have. We must have tried to get him thirty times, and he was never nice. Um, right. We we were out there like there were literally times when it was me, you, and like two little kids and a mom, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't sign. He wouldn't stop to sign. He just couldn't be like he couldn't go out of his way once to interact with the fans. It was always just, oh, yeah, no, you you have a good night now. No, I got to run some errands now. He was never nice. He was never right. nice. So you know what? Like, fuck him. Like, he did a bad job as the manager this year, and he wasn't nice. Out, like, he wasn't nice. He was nice to you when you paid him, like, $60 to get his <laughs> autograph. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he, he wasn't nice. So, yeah, fuck him, man. He's going to be fine. Yeah, it's um, it's truly, like, 
Uh, and this again, I say I say this all the time. This is why the Cubs didn't hire Ryan Sandberg as manager because yeah. no one wants to like see the fall the the fallout of a beloved franchise guy as manager because he's there will come a time where he gets fired and leading up to that there'll be a time where everyone's frustrated with him and hates him yep. and you know it's like yeah if you you know you go back to 26 like like um uh 7 years ago right to this day you know i i i you know you couldn't have loved david ross anymore and then you fast forward 7 years and it's like i you know, one of the biggest Cubs fans out there, like, am like calling for his head, yeah. and just super frustrated with him and angry at him. And it's like, that's a tough way to, that's a tough shift to go through from a guy who like hit, you know, a pivotal home run in um in Game Seven of the World Series to help them win. So it's um, it's uh, it it's it's tough, and like, you really got to separate the <laughs> what he did as a player than as a from what he did as a manager. So like, yeah. And, but yeah, from that, from David Ross's standpoint, yeah, I feel like I, I said, I think I said to you, like, like you almost feel bad for how it happened just because he skated for like a month. thinking <laughs> He was like clear. And then like, he just is whacked out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, I got to imagine it's gonna, it's gonna kind of like sour his relationship with the Cubs. Um, you know, maybe that's fine. Maybe everyone needs a little distance. Um, you know, especially if he goes on to manage someone else, obviously they'll, they'll already be that, but, um, yeah, you know, it just, it's, I mean, it's the same things that I said, you know, a month ago or, or six weeks ago, it's like this stupid, uh, hard headed, like things that he did as a manager. Um, you know, it just, it does, he deserved to get fired for it. And, yeah. um, I was, I was in, I was kind of, I went from angry to like, in like just um like kind of whatever like speechless or whatever the proper word is about like them keeping him it's like well i just had like it's like resignation that it's like well we're just gonna have to deal with this for at least four or five months of the season next year um so yeah my my uh, ben i texted with ben and um he was like you know what are your thoughts or whatever and you know um i basically said that no matter what um, happens um, uh, uh, with the um, free agent signings and all that stuff, the one thing is that that you can know going into next year is that there will be an intelligent baseball manager making decisions. And, sure. And based on where the Cubs finished this year, it seems to me that like if you had a better manager in the dugout this season, they would have – it would have made that little difference to get them into the playoffs. So yeah, I, I agree, man. I mean, they had to cut Mancini and Hosmer to get just so Ross would stop playing playing those yeah. guys. Yeah. Um. You know, he should have moved Ian Happ out of the third hole long before he actually did. Um. They brought young players up, and Ross just refused to play them. Uh. Yeah, man. And that that's just a, a few of the things that you might have been frustrated with him about. Uh, one, yeah. one, one way that I always will sometimes, well, you know, that, that I'll always judge a coach is would any other team want this guy managing them? Uh, and for Ross, I, I think that the answer is no right now. I don't, I don't think any other team would have taken him as a manager. And I don't think there was any reason that he was managing the Cubs other than the fact that he played on the 2016 team. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't view this as a great loss. That's what I said when Marquette had Steve Wojciechowski. There was, there was no other program uh in college basketball that would actually want this guy as their coach and that that played out when he got fired by marquette he's coaching in the fucking g league now in utah 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, uh, I, I agree that they will have an intelligent guy making baseball decisions. Um, much to my chagrin, I, 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 I went to so many Cubs games this year that I, I, while I was not rooting for the Cubs, I certainly, um, was invested in what was happening. Yeah. I, I, I will be actively rooting against the Cubs (laughs) for as long as council is the manager. I hope they never make the playoffs. And if they do, (laughs) I hope they lose immediately. So I'm sorry, Jeremy. I just, I can't do it, man. I can't stomach it. Um, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I, uh, I have a feeling, you know, um, they're, you know, they're going for it. So it's going to be, it'll be interesting. Um, as long as they make the right moves. Um, I don't think that they should just fucking sign Otani, Bellinger, Soto, uh, uh, the guy from Japan. Like, I don't think they should like spend you know, $500 million or something, but like, um, but you know, I, I, I think, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. The, you know, I, I say the whole thing about that, that, um, maybe those couple wins makes the difference between last season. Obviously they're not going to have, um, Bellinger and they're not going to have Stroman. Uh, they didn't have Stroman for most of the year anyway, but they're not going to have Bellinger, um, on paper. They might resign him. They might sign someone better. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm still, I'm still like thinking, like, I'm still like keeping my, my, you know, the possibility of Joey Votto being a Cubs, Cub next year. I don't know. Sure. Um, Um, yeah. And I, I think that's a good segue into the implications for the Cubs. Uh, obviously people were saying, oh, this is the Cubs, um, saying that they're serious now. Um, and maybe that's going to impress Otani. Uh, like, like you said, I, I think maybe signing Otani could be a little much for them. I, I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, it could certainly sway other other free agents. I think Aaron Nola is a free agent. Maybe he'd be better than Str- bringing Stroman back. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that Stroman would, would come back. Um, but, you know, m- maybe they could sign Reese Hoskins to a two-year deal. Um, you're right. They don't need to make a, a huge splashes. They, they probably just need to make a, a few of the right moves. Whatever those are, I, Jeremy. I, I don't know if I would want Joey Votto on the Cubs. I think he's he's washed. As much as I lo- I yeah. like Joey Votto, um, yeah. I think Reese Hoskins would be a better signing. But yeah, regardless, sure. like you said, I, I think that big moves, uh, some big moves are coming um, now that they signed Council. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, no, I, I mean I think Hoskins would be the better move too. I think. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I think. It's always hard to say, but um, Kevin Alcantara is tearing up the um, Arizona Fall League right now, uh-huh. and um, if somehow they could get him to the majors, like him and Pete Crow Armstrong, uh, could could fill fill the needs in center field. So I don't know. Um, they might just need a first baseman. Yeah, and, and then those guys might actually play now too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Craig Council is intelligent enough to to know how to work them in and not say like we're not developing guys right now it's like <laughs> i mean yeah you know i guess if if, if man if anyone feels bad for ross man just think about that stupid fucking bullheaded comment and think about the stupid bullheaded comment of you know there's not a path to at bats for christopher morrell i mean yeah. that one was 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 like chiding me all season but like it's just ridiculous so anyway um yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with all that. Um, it's funny. I, I, I wonder for, if Strowman. Yeah. I wonder if Strowman like would have would have uh, you know um, accepted that his picked up his option if 
he knew that council was was back or was yeah was i wonder what the, the market is is going to be like for him um so he, yeah. he opted out uh they just don't have to pay him anything right Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I- interesting. Um, and I wonder what what Nola's market will be like as well. Not not saying the Cubs should sign him, but um, you know they do they do need another pitcher. Uh, yeah. I, I think one thing. Speaking of pitching, uh, it'll be interesting to see who is kept from the Cubs coaching staff or who wants to come back. I uh, it, it, I feel like Hadavi is one of the most coveted um, pitching coaches in the league. So yeah. is Chris Hook. Um, I wonder I wonder if Hadavi will be back next year. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, how long was Chris Hook with the Brewers? Um, since 2019, John, Derek Johnson left for the Reds uh, okay. after the 2018 season. Yeah, I mean it's tough. Um, like I, I could see Council wanting to keep his guy, even if it does mean getting rid of Hadavi. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree that Hadavi. It seems like Hadavi should stay, but like, I don't know. I mean, out of those. Too, it's hard to say. You know, I don't yep, know. Sure. I mean, I think, I think, I, th- I think Chris Hook w- was working with better talent than than Hadavi was. Agreed. Um, but and I think so. Maybe Hadavi got more out of what he had. Um, but I don't know. That's I, I'm very curious about. I mean, I'm curious about it legitimately from a baseball standpoint, but then also from a graphing standpoint. Yep. Um, Chris Hook did kind of. Um, uh, snub us outside of the park sure so i don't know at least we have his card though if we um if we do if he does end up becoming the cubs uh, coach um pat murphy too um yeah. you know i don't know i mean i guess he's got to be a candidate for the brewers uh manager but um the, qu- I wonder the if question comes... is does it what would he does he really want that though he seems like yeah. he he seems more to me like a guy who's just satisfied uh, being a bench coach and just kind of being around the game as opposed yeah. to being a guy who's the number one guy. He does it. He did was the Padres interim manager in 2015 for the last couple months of their season when Jed Hoyer was right. the was the GM. So he does have history with Hoyer. Um, it wouldn't really it wouldn't surprise me if he followed if he followed Council to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> he's not like um. A, wisconsin native or anything is he no but he he coached council at notre dame so right. they have a they have a lot of history together um i don't think murphy's a wisconsin native but uh yeah they have so much history together that it would it wouldn't surprise me if they they stayed together um i i think that napoli's days are done if i had yep. to guess he seems like a guy who was loyal to ross not that council would want to bring him back anyway but um, I think I think Napoli lives in Florida too, and like the you know Napoli and Ross are probably drinking right now as we speak. So um, yeah, I can't see Napoli coming back. Does Ross have a home in Tallahassee, or was he like what the I, hell was he doing in Tallahassee? I, I, I assume so. I, I feel like I, I he see, he seems like a guy who would live in Florida. So yeah, but that that is yeah. that is a good question of why he was there. But he he must he must live there part of the year. He was with his Tallahassee lassie. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Uh, but, um, yeah, so uh, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens with, with all that. Um, I, I, you know, it's, uh, I, I saw Edbert Elzelay, like, tweet, like, the big eyes, like, the big bugged-out yeah. eyes about sure. the news. Jack, did you see the thing with Wilson Contreras? Yes, uh, he said it's yeah. about time. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome, man. He de- apparently he deleted the tweet right after, but like the fact that he's happy about David Ross getting fired is um that that's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's um it's funny, man. Like I don't know if we really talked about it on the podcast, but um 
given our interactions with David Ross and how he snubbed us and everything and like his just hard headedness about being a manager and then the stuff he said like with the pirates that he had to kind of walk back like it seems like David Ross is a rat ass yeah um I don't know how much we talked about that on the podcast but I know that we well I I know me and you have discussed like that 2016 team and how just Ross came over and was just like fucking like the next coming of Christ um Mm -hmm. and Miguel Montero had to be sitting there like what the fuck like I'm a better player than this guy and like they just push me to the side everyone loves him but they don't give a shit about me um, and I, he's like, and Wilson Contreras was the star, like uh, rising star catcher of that team. But again, Ross got all the adulation. He's, he's on SNL and Miguel right. Montero is like, who, who, who knows where sitting like on a fishing boat somewhere, <laughs> you know? So like, I don't know. I wonder if these guys were annoyed by the whole David Ross act in 2016 and afterwards, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, uh, and, you know, William Contreras uh, seems to miss uh, counsel. I guess he tweeted something, too. Um, also, I, I think Brandon Woodruff's quote was, Lord have mercy, when he found out about it. <laughs> really? So it's pretty wow. good. Um, I, I got to say yeah. real quick about the Brewers. I know you were talking about the Brewers earlier. I mean, God, that Brandon Woodruff injury is like, that's like franchise-altering potentially yep. because – I know you're saying like the, their window might be closing, but you know when you have like a good core of pitchers plus all these young guys coming up, that actually should mean that your window's opening. Um, yeah. But you know, it's like it it is true that it's like if Woodruff's out and Bar- uh, Burns, like I don't really know, um, you know where did it, does Burns have any ties to any other teams or geographic locations or anything? Uh, he's, he's just going to sign. I, th- I think for just whoever, whoever offers him the most money okay. and that, that ain't going to be the brewers. Right. So, so there's that. Um, so yeah, that, that kind of makes all the difference in the world, but like Christ, you he had could those... be on the fucking Cubs in 2025, man, <laughs> it, it wouldn't I... surprise me. Yeah. If he, if he like, you know, has a, such a close connection with council or something possibly, right. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that could be franchise altering, uh, yep. but, um, yeah, I, it's hard to say. I mean, it's, that's a good core to have like Terang and, um, Mitchell, uh, Churio's coming up. Yeah. Churio. So, but they have no pitching and they, they, no. they never sign pitchers. So like, nope. it's, it's hard to say, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, um, so, you know, this is part of what makes, stuff like this is what makes sports fun, uh, which which is great. Um, obviously, it, yeah, like you said, it was the most shocking thing that uh, probably has happened since I've been a Brewers fan, as far as the Brewers go. I mean, you know, Big Blue was a shock, um, but I don't want to, like, joke about that because, like, people died during that, but it did, it did set, the, that crane crashing into Miller Park did set everything back a year for that. Um, you know, Ryan Braun getting caught pop for steroids was a shock. Trading for CC Sabathia and Grinky was a shock, but um, this one takes the cake. Uh, but I think the big question is, and we can end on this, is how, what are the graphing implications <laughs> of this hire? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit on that, um, but like, we're, we're still not going to have the Cubs manager at the end of the season based on yep. um, Council's previous behaviors at the bus did sure i can't remember have did we did anyone say that they ever got counsel 
Um, no. Uh, I, I was talking, when I was in Colorado, I was talking to a graffer who said he got counsel, but only because counsel was, like, walking outside the stadium and was lost, and they gave him directions, and then counsel signed for him. So, <laughs> <That's>, well... <laughs> Hopefully he needs, uh, maybe, you know, I, I grew up, you know, four miles away from the stadium. I could direct him wherever he needs to go. I could give him a short, I can give him a shortcut. I can give him a good parking spot. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So I'll just keep a card on, on me just in case. But, um, yeah, I, um, I don't know. Uh, you know, who knows? Obviously things are different if he's going to be there 81 games next year. Right. Um, I was I I was taking the train home today and I was I was I was I my train goes by Wrigley Field and then you know the lights were on and I'm like I bet fucking Craig Council's there right now um cuz yeah. he's probably going they're probably going to do a press conference here within the next they didn't do it today I don't think so like no it's got to happen t- tomorrow or Thursday or something so um you know he might be in town right now maybe we can <laughs> maybe we can hang around Wrigley and try to get him I was going to say man yeah we should uh we should hang around there for sure um uh, yeah, but um, uh, I, I had a thought and I lost it. Uh, but oh yes, no, I, I know what my thought was. So they, uh, I was talking to Dennis, uh, not not recently, but the last time we saw him, and and he was saying that the Brewers always used to be a really good team, and he was saying that it's it actually started with Yelich is when they didn't sign. So mm-hmm. I, I assume that like even some years under Council they were good signers, and then what Dennis said was he went. And the thing is, Yelich signs, um, which was which, which was which was funny. I've never seen it, but you know we've talked to enough we, people who've right. gotten Christian Yelich to, to know it's true. Um, so who knows, man? Maybe I, I I was not only worried about Council, but but just how, how that that uh, that mojo was going to carry over to the rest of the Cubs. But I'm optimistic. I'm I'm optimistic that it, the Cubs will still be some of the Cubs will still be good signers next year. Yeah, I think the fact that like you know that he's coming here and these guys have already been here. I think I would think that whatever their attitude towards signing is, will kind of carry over a little bit. Sure. Um, so I, I, I am optimistic that that won't change too much. Um, Jack, you suggested maybe he shuts down the whole like, <laughs> corral thing. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I don't know. We talked about like if Otani signs with the Cubs, like them bringing you back. We, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but I can't remember what's it was like 2015 2016 they used to have this like partition that they would like pull across Waveland Avenue it was like suspend it had I had to have been suspended from the air or something I don't know how it was anchored because I only saw it a couple times but they would literally pull this partition across the street and make like a makeshift tunnel for these guys to walk through mm-hmm. and um you know, who knows if they would bring that back if they signed someone like Otani because it'll be a shit show. But I have a feeling like that was not legal or something for them sure. the Cubs to do that. I don't know. So I don't know if that's a legit possibility. But, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm hopeful, and obviously I, I hope this to be the case, but I, I, I think that the guys who are there will kind of continue their, their routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious if, um, if, if Council may ever sign. Who yeah. knows? You know, maybe early on in the season. I don't know. But uh, he'll be at uh, Cubs convention, I assume. Um, I don't know. You know, Ross didn't have, like, a signing time or anything. He wasn't, like, one of the signers. So, I don't know. I didn't I didn't see him around, uh, I don't think. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, I agree that we will. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, I, it'll 
whether he does or whether he doesn't, I, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it next year. Um, so I, I think that's going to wrap it up for this one. Uh, thank you for joining us for this emergency episode. Uh, we're going to a card show next week. We still have to do our over-under episode as well, so we have a few things coming up for you um, uh, before November is out. Yep. So uh, it should be good stuff. So, um, and uh, yeah, we'll see how the rest of this falls out. We, the Brewers still need to hire a manager. Um, Ross is uh, uh, rumored for the Padres. So who the hell knows what <laughs> might happen? Um, it, it would be great if the if the um, Padres sign Ross and then they trade Soto. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. But um, yeah, we'll see how this all shakes out. So we'll we'll have that over the next couple episodes as well. All right. Well, for Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Sokowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. See you next time. Later.